Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode. <laughs> we did it. We made it. <laughs> episode sixty nine. All right. What if we missed on that It's like technically episode sixty. I don't care. <laughs> this one is episode sixty nine. Okay. Full disclosure. I really, really wanted episode 69 to be all about 69 It was jokes. supposed to be a gala I wa- I wa- Exactly. I wanted, like, every second sentence to be a joke. I wanted, like, you know, uh. the, I just wanted every everything to be, like, an innuendo. I wanted everything to be, like, a dick sandwich. Look, just like everything in the world, it was going to be glorious. It was going to be amazing. It was going to be beautiful. We expected so much. And then Trump... Trump. So unfortunately, this episode is, um, you know, we, we have to talk about it because we have been talking about it since like basically last year. So we'd be remiss to not, you know, kind of give you guys a debriefing, yeah. you know, almost of the election and just kind of... Debriefing, 69. You have to do that before you 69. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take off that, your... That's, that's one. Your briefs. That's one. It's just not the same. It's not the same. In an Obama world, that joke would have slayed. You tried. Uh, so yeah, guys, we talk a little bit about the elections. We talk a, a little bit... A lot about the elections, yeah. I think that's pretty much all we that's talk about. That's the election episode, basically. Yeah. There, there were some tangents as we usually do of course but for the most part you're gonna get election talk so if you're not particularly into it yeah let's just skip you skip it it's fine you can skip it you shouldn't though because it's amazing audio quality aside because we're just in a room oh yeah we forgot to mention yeah forgot to mention uh we're gonna mention it in like another few minutes just wait for it but um we are currently doing a remote recording because i am backstage at a gig and i and I thought I'd call John in to, you know, do a remote recording. Because I have no life. <laughs> no, uh, because, uh, you know, I just didn't want to record super late at night. Yeah. Um, um, also, yeah. what the hell, it's not Wednesday. This is a new episode coming out. Mm-hmm. That's because you, Patreons, got us over our $75 a week limit. We are now giving away two episodes a week, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> this is not just an election special. No, no, this no. Is, this is because um, you Patreon subscribers or Patreon patrons have been so kind in giving and so kind in supporting us that we have reached the second goal, and that is to just give you more shit. Yeah. And new listeners, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Patreon is basically a system where you get to support the creators you love, creating things you do. Check us out, uh, patreon.com slash goodhang. In the meantime... Oh, God, it's been a crazy couple of days, so hopefully this second episode of Good Hang per week is a little highlight to your week. Mm-hmm. I know it is to mine. <laughs> Enjoy this episode coming right now. I drew a pretty nice Trump from the out of it. That is a great Trump. Yeah. So we are, right now we are uh, in Suntec Convention Hall. Yeah. We are in one of the halls. Yeah. Uh, in the holding room, because I'm backstage at a gig, and didn't really have time to record like a proper um like studio episode so i asked john if he was down to come down and kind of like do a remote episode together and so this is what you're getting like yeah. a, a little remote treat a promise is a promise man you a hit promise is a promise you hit that patreon level two milestone two so now here's your second episode for the week and what a doozy of an episode this could turn out to be oh man <sighs> what's that song a promise is my life is fucked up. <laughs> Fuck my life. Okay, so we are um, in a strange time. We're in the aftermath of the 2016 presidential election. I was like, oh, it's 9 p.m. <laughs> no, we're in a strange time. It's the aftermath of the 2016 election. And I think it's fair to say that the whole world is in shock. Whether yeah. or not you are a supporter or a, uh, of Trump or not, yeah. I think the whole world is in shock. I don't think even they expect it to win. Yeah. I think even they're like, what do we do now? They still are happy about it. It's, <laughs> it's weird because, like, it's it's hard to wrap my head around the fact that not everyone is not a Trump supporter. You know what I mean? 
like because of like social media and the mainstream media, everyone mm. seems like they're anti-Trump. Yeah. But clearly they're not. But you you also need to understand that like we function in certain circles. So what we see and what yep. we're exposed to, they're going to tend to circulate yeah, around the same. Oh no, that's definitely that's definitely the truth. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. It just it just seems like everybody was against yeah, yeah. him. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean, I, I, it's same for me. Like most of the media that I consume uh, and most of the things that I read and everything. No, but it goes deeper than that. Like most of the Republican Party, <laughs> most of the Republican Party. Yeah, 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 him. yeah, yeah. Like only Giuliani and Christie and I guess Pence stuck with him. And we got to take this. And Scott Baio. Oh dear. And Ted Nugent. Oh. Brilliant. You know the two celebrities that you want on your side for any pillars. Yeah, yeah. The pillars, the the pillars of celebrity: Scott Baio and Ted Nugent. Look, I mean, we're obviously going to get into this, but like, here's the thing: we obviously have to say this first. We are not political experts in the least. Oh no, not at all, not at all. Even a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like everyone's got to talk about this. We all have to process this, and people have been talking on our on our social media about how they're so shocked and surprised and Mm -hmm. bummed out. So we can address that a little bit. Yeah, I mean. I honestly don't quite know what to say about this because I didn't see it coming. Nope, no one did. I did not see this coming. So, you know, like, if, if, if there were questions about, oh, who would you have voted for if you had the ability to? Or, like, what do you think of the results? I don't know what to think because I, I honestly thought you did not stand a fighting chance. Look, it's been about, what, 36 hours since it happened. Yeah. I'm starting to slowly piece together my life again. Okay. When I heard the news, I was just despondent. I was, like, curled up in a fetus. Like, I can't believe this is going to happen. Yeah. How could someone so... Trump-like yeah, yeah. become president. And for new listeners, if you don't know, uh, uh, it weighs a little bit heavier on John because he spent a good amount of his life living yeah. in the United States. Um, so it's it weighs a little bit heavier on his soul. Yeah. And like... It's just hard, but but now I'm trying to dive into my research of like what all this means and what he really stands for and stuff because it's kind of hard to read past... His um, rhetoric of like anti-immigrant, anti-women, anti-misogynist, pussy grabbing. Mm. Like he's just a pussy grabbing guy. Yeah. When you think about, it, you start reading to his politics as well. It's, st- it's still not pussy grabbing man. Yeah, <laughs> does the best that he can. Um, it's still pretty kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Like his main thing was, and this was the kind of like the um, the big takeaway from the actual election polling was that he won on the backs of white, uneducated males. Mm-hmm. Males who didn't graduate. They were his biggest, had the biggest turnout. Mm-hmm. And that's who he kind of like, when you really dial, when you look past his like, um, whatchamacallit, his, his shock, his persona. persona, all that yeah. stuff, all his sound bites and stuff. Mm-hmm. What he was saying was that we're going to bring American jobs back to America. Mm-hmm. If you outsource... You're, if your company outsources stuff, you're going to get heavily taxed or tariffed or whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. the term is. We're going to make America back to America. We mm-hmm. give, give America back to Americans. No more made in China. No more free trade with China. No more immigrants coming in. And that is a message that resonates with a lot of, you know, middle America. Yeah. In terms of – middle in terms of like geographic location but also socioeconomical yeah. status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the first time ever, the kind of rich portion of America voted a little bit more to the Democratic side. Yeah. Just because with that, with high, with high income, it has high education, and they know. Yes. At least that's the theory, anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's the world we live in now. All right, sorry about that, guys. Um, I'm. I'll put an edit point somewhere. But we are again. We are recording remotely, so it's a little bit tougher to um, maintain a good sounding environment. 
Alright, so we moved to a different spot now. This we moved to a different spot because the room that we were in, there were people like mucking about and like moving tables and chairs and shit. So we've moved to a quieter room. Hopefully no one chases us out. Yeah. Um, but at some point, do expect some uh, interruptions because I do have to perform in like a few minutes. Look, it's live, baby. It's live. <laughs> we're it's all live. live. Live to tape. It's live to tape. We're all doing... It's, 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 it's an unsafe environment right now. We're an unfamiliar, uncharted ground. Indeed. And we're in our first bonus episode. Indeed. Well, not really bonus episode. Our, fir- our first, first in a series... Our first in a series of second episodes. Yeah. A week. 69. 69. Oh, yeah, we are in 69. 69, man. I want to do the intro. Oh, do we do an intro? Are we going to edit an intro? No, I mean, we've got to say hi first. Yeah. You know? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Hang episode... 69. I didn't prepare enough jokes. Also, it doesn't... High five. It doesn't feel like a time for joking, <laughs> to be honest. No, I, be- I disagree. I feel like this is the perfect the time perfect for joking. Time, the perfect time for, six, for six, The perfect time for 69. Yeah. And like... <laughs> What better time for it to be 69 for when we're talking about Donald Trump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big blowjob and a pussy grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, I don't know, something there. You know what I realized? What? A 69 between two men is essentially the most complete, it's it's basically a gay wheel. Yeah. Because it's an unbroken circle of humanity. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's like an infinity exactly. symbol. Exactly. Like when norm- when like a uh, a uh, uh, a heterosexual couple gets gets it on in a 69 position, there's still some like, you know, there's not there's no there's not a complete link, you know. But with two guys going at it, it's like it's constant connection. Yeah, it's a, it's like an infinite loop. Of- it can be too with a hetero thing if you have good breathing technique. Yeah, but it it it's it's not going to stay, you know. Yeah. The gay 69 is the infinite loop of humanity that um I think we should all strive towards. And then even better, that's another thing that's anti-Trump. Exactly. Look, the first thing I did after I found out that Trump was president was I went and got Mexican food. <laughs> Just out of spite. I was like, oh, <laughs> tastes like freedom. Yeah, so, so like, this is going to be like, where were you? You know, like, oh, when remember, you heard. There's no way I'm going to forget. I was watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, streaming it live. Like the, I was Googling up the NBC coverage. And yeah. it's just... It was weird to just watch them be like, all right, this is obviously going to be a Clinton victory. Like, slowly, like, oh, my God, another state for Trump, another state for Trump. Ooh, Michigan. And then it was all about Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. And then... Yeah. No, I, I was I was busy yesterday, but like I was following it on Google the whole time. You know, I just kept refreshing the page, like American election, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And I woke up around like nine thirty yesterday. Um, I'm not sure what time that is in like uh, Washington time, but basically from like nine thirty a.m. Singapore time onwards, mm-hmm. um, it was like a constant, uh, like it was a gap. There was a gap going on that just never got closed, and it just didn't close yeah. the entire time. <laughs> like what kind of gap? What do you mean? As in, like, the, 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 the as in, like he created. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but yes, by yes, the time yes. that I checked the scores, Trump was already up, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I was like, "Oh, clear, a, and I was like, oh, clearly, um, it's going to change. You know, clearly, uh, eventually it's going to eventually out. Hillary's going to get the votes. You know, but it just didn't change. But that's the thing. If you know, if you know a little bit about the electoral college, you I know knew almost what the, nothing. Yeah. yeah, there was only, that was all you had to worry about. Like people were like, oh yeah, Hillary's in the lead. Oh no, Trump's in the lead. I was like, it doesn't matter. All this doesn't matter because all the states have, at least in the beginning, yeah, all the states that were easy to count were obviously always going to be Democrat or were always going to be Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it came down to were those quote battleground states, which in my Day, they used to call them swing states but don't you don't you think that like this year especially that whole like which state's republican which state's democrat it's more it's more different than it has been in recent years because you have a lot of republicans converting oh, to democrat not a lot of republicans. but not enough to fully turn a state so like there's oh, okay. very few like for example in every election 
uh, at least since you know, in the past hundred years or so ish, mm-hmm. California is always Democrat, Texas is always red. That's that's it yes. is always Republican. That's always the way it's going to be. Yeah, states like Ohio, Florida. That's that's why they're constantly talked about. Are the ones that like can change from election to election. Right. But so nothing. I bring that up because nothing fully switched the other way in a really really surprising way. Nothing really really shocked us. But yeah. Fucking crazy. And it was still a tight election, you know, not as tight as um, Gore, Bush. Gore and Bush, yeah. yeah. That one demanded a recount. Yeah, it came down to one state that yeah. one did. But man, and then, and just like then, just like that time, Gore as well won the popular vote, meaning if it was like outside of the Electoral College, yeah. Hillary, like Gore, got more votes. More Americans voted for those two people. Uh huh. But because of Electoral College, which is crazy, but in effect, it's, it is. It has its own logic to it. I yeah. won't get into it now. Um, if you look at, if you look at um, what you call it, uh, John Green and Hank Green's what you call it, Cl- cr- uh, Crash Course. They uh-huh. have an interesting thing about it. Cool. But I just so found I out today that um, uh, almost like half the country didn't even vote. Mm-hmm. That's pretty standard. Okay. In fact, this is one of the better turnouts in a long time. Right. Right. Because well, first of all, you guys don't have. Do you guys have elections? I mean, obviously, you vote for like PMs and stuff and. Members of parliament. Yeah, we, we we vote for um, what you call it, like the 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 what do you call it, like the the um, the party that's gonna be taking the seats in in, in our and, parliament. And voting is mandatory. I believe so. Yeah, voting in America weirdly is not is not mandatory. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's incredibly not. It's not even that's not frown, like half the people didn't vote. Mm. Which is crazy. Either they didn't care, or there was another piece that um, this time um, uh, John Oliver did about how voting on Tuesday is crazy. Like it used to have a reason. It used to be because you had to like, ride your horse so far away to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But now that it's Tuesday, I mean, you got work, you got school. It's oh, is, hard. is it not a day off? No. For real? It should be. I mean, at the very least, it should be. Yeah, I always assumed that like voting day would be like a holiday. Like they would just like they would make it a holiday because yeah. this is the future of their country. Here. Yeah. Well, Nathan, you will find that a lot of things don't make sense in American politics. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. And the, the, my okay, I'm personally fairly excited. Was not okay in a weird. No, no, I want to talk about that actually. Yes. I'm going to LA next month. Oh dear. And um, in a strange kind of like. Uh, sadistic way I can't wait to see What it's like over there It's gonna be hell Because yeah. they're probably The most anti-Trump state There is Like just the people Over there The personalities yeah, LA That live there I mean LA between part- yeah. Between the Latino population Of, of LA And just oh, the general Yuppie yeah. Yeah, It's yeah, yeah. gonna be The climate's gonna be Very odd But um, I'm personally Excited because You know it's, uh, I think politics here Are pretty boring And pretty yeah, straightforward absolutely. But you know it, it's, it's not a bad thing Politics are meant to be boring They're not supposed to be Like you know Highlight reel Like you know It's like, not supposed to be This summer Trump versus Clinton No this Like honestly This election Probably felt more Like, like, like a MMA pay-per-view More than anything else <laughs> Like it felt like A WWE event It certainly know? had an amount Of trash talking yeah, yeah If you saw the If you saw the um, uh, The debate commercials Yeah they were unlike any other debate commercial that I've really ever like seen. Dramatic, it, yeah. high contrast, like with the lighting was very dramatic. It was like fucking fight Shit night, was crazy. man. It was fight night. Like I didn't. It was like at some point after watching it, I was like, okay, that was really that got me excited and it was really cool. But wait, this is a presidential election. The, uh. Like, what is happening? You know. So. Um, yeah, I I, I, I I like to take back my previous comment. I'm happy that Singaporean politics are boring. Yeah. I'm happy that we've had kind of one party just kind of doing their thing this whole time, and no one's complaining. Well, not really. Like some people are complaining, but they're mostly like whiners. Yeah, um, but, but you know, I, they, they've 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 done a good job. They haven't messed us up. You know, Singapore is on the constant like climb towards progress. 
you know, some things could use a bit of work. But for the most part, we're doing all right. Our politics are nice and boring. Every once in a while, someone makes a comment about having a Malay-only president, yeah. and that's strange. But, you know, for the that's most the part. Thing, I don't really understand what the Singaporean president does. He's um, kind of like ceremonial position, right? I think so. It's something like the queen. Yes, that's Except crazy. we change ours for a reason that I don't understand completely. What does he do? Or she? He. Uh, our, our current president, yeah. um, Colonel Sanders Tan. Um, he, no, okay. he, just, he just looks like he Colonel looks Sanders. Like, okay. He looks like Colonel Have you not seen our president? No, that's the thing. I, I, will, I, can peek, I know the prime minister very well. Okay, okay. Personally, he's a friend. We hang out. We right, shoot right, skeet. Right. Uh, but yeah, the president, I couldn't know. I have no idea. So if I showed you a picture of him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know. Nope. You got to like, respect the politics of the country you live in, at least. I know who man. Lee Sien Long is. All right, fine. Fair enough. He's the one with the true power. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. I think it's very much like a queen-ish kind of thing, like Queen Elizabeth. There's uh-huh. no real. I mean, and I've been watching Netflix, The Crown, so I know very much about Queen Elizabeth. Does the Queen have any real power? Like, if she, can she declare war yeah, in a country she no, wants to? No, no. It, it is kind of like. Does the prime minister have a technical obligation to listen to yes. what the president have to say? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's how it kind of works. Because uh, it's like, I don't know. Like the British monarchy is like kind of like a. It's kind of, it has to – I think it needs a strong looking at basically how it works. Right, right, right. But yeah, it's basically like the king picks the – I don't really understand. I just – like this is the most ill-informed political podcast you'll ever listen to right yeah, here, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. It's, pretty, but I it's just, pretty ill-informed. But I just want to address some of the fears and doubts that everyone's feeling. I think a lot of people are worried. Like at the end of the day, we don't really know what Trump's going to do. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are worried because of the – because of this cloud of uncertainty. Yeah. Like – Either either you're listening to this and you're in the states and it affects you very very directly, or you're living elsewhere in the world, perhaps mm-hmm. here in Singapore, and you don't know how this is going to affect you. Yeah. Either way, it's the uncertainty that's killing you. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole world is kind of plunged into this, like what's going to happen because never in the history has like you know one of the most powerful countries in the world been led by a TV personality. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> th- th- there was Reagan. There was Reagan, there was who, Reagan, who did actually do very, very well. Very yeah, yeah, Republican. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you look at other countries too. I'm sure they've had. But like Reagan, Reagan but... was like an actor. Yeah, you know, he, no, was, he, was he was dignified. He was also a governor. He, yeah, yeah. No, but like I'm, I'm talking about like TV personalities becoming presidents. He was an actor. Yeah, but he, even he was an <laughs> actor of stature. But even then, he was he was into politics before he became the Amer- president of America. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump went from like The Apprentice to this. <laughs> He went from The Apprentice to saying that Barack, uh, Barack Obama was not American to President of the United States. It's kind of crazy. It is really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, my personal take on what the next four years might be, and I truly believe it's only going to be four years unless he surprises us, you know. Yeah. The only way Trump has four more years is if, like, next year he goes, like, if in four years' time he goes up against, like, a bowl of cum or something, you know. It's like... <laughs> A blue bowl of cum. Exactly. Hashtag bowl of cum 2020. I would vote for a bowl of cum. Yeah. But um, he's probably not going to be getting a second term. So my take on what the next four years is going to be is there's not going to be any real change. There's not going to be any real, like, the the world's not going to end, guys. Don't worry. America's not going to crumble into, like, a fiery, like... Hell, but it's more than that, though. Like, the stakes are are astronomical. Exactly. exactly. What, What I wanted to say is that I think what will happen and what is slowly happening and what is like currently ongoing is that America is going to lose a lot in terms of social currency, cultural currency and its influence because I think 
the whole world is watching this. Oh, absolutely. The whole world is watching this election. So, you know, you can say, like, oh, it's not your country. Why do you care? The whole world is watching this. And, well, we, the and, we just saw, and we just saw, like, the greatest upset in human history, probably. <laughs> and I think it's, you can pretty much say that. And um, it's, it, it's a big blow to their social and cultural currency. Because, you know, you think of America, you think, oh, freedom. You know, lately it's been more racism and guns. But, you know, mm-hmm. the big picture is like, oh, freedom and, like, forward thinking and innovative and, like, the cultural center of the world and they're so influential. But now when you think of America, the first thing you're going to think of, at least for the next few years... Orange wall. Is Trump. Giant orange wall. Yeah, and it's hard to respect a guy that has kind of built himself up to be this kind yeah. of... Um, figure, and you know, then, even even if he's not truly like the way that he says he was. Me, some people argue that oh, he said these things to appeal to the voters. Yeah. But even then, to have like the person representing your country be the kind of person willing to say those things and do those things, um, it's gonna be a blow to how people view your country. Yeah. Like now, Japanese people, they're not gonna be like, oh, America, land of the free and blue jeans and burgers. Yeah. You know, now it's gonna be like, oh, America, bad man, bad yeah. man president. He built the wall, I'm sorry, Japanese people. That's so accurate, though. <laughs> I couldn't even mock that because it was just so true. But I'm glad you bring up that, like the the, the social uh, aspect of it. But the fact of the matter is there is high stakes in the political and the real world as well. Yeah. Just to put it I – mean, even the most basic thing, like it's his job to fill the Supreme Court seat that was left vacated by the death of Antonin Scalia. Mm-hmm. And – Again, basic, basic politics. The the Supreme Court is the highest court of the land and really decides what basically interprets the Constitution and what goes into federal law. Hasn't Obama said that he's going to try to get that done before he leaves yeah, office? Yeah, he can't though. They're not because uh, Obama uh, nominated Merrick uh, – what's his name? Uh, Merrick, whatever his name is. Um, and But he can't – you have to get go through Congress. Congress has to approve it basically and they're not going to approve it under Obama because it's a, it's a Republican-controlled Congress and they want to wait for the next president, blah, blah, blah. And they won everything. Yeah. Mayor, they won Mayor like Garland. most seats in the House and everything. Yep. Yeah. They, the Republicans now hold the, the Congress, the Senate, and the White House. And Whee! what that means is it, not to get too technical, but basically they, the Republicans can do whatever they want. The only silver lining to me is that at the end of the day, in a lot of different ways, Donald Trump is not even a Republican. Yeah. He believes in business. Yeah. He believes in a strong, um, a very strong um, national defense, which yeah. is ho- the basic tenets of, of, of republicanism. Yeah. But in terms of conservatism, in terms of like abortion, his views on abortion are kind of murky. Yeah. He's kind of like flip flopped on everything. Oh he's yeah, he's, like he's taken he's taken the, both sides of every position. All yeah. the stands. He's taken all the stances. He's been against gay marriage. He's been for gay marriage. He's been pro choice. He's been not pro choice. Yeah. He's been all over the board. So I think it's clear to say that he's not a politician's politician. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's out to kind of like make a quick buck. You yeah. know. And do it in the in the easiest way possible, sometimes the smarmiest way possible. And it is arguable that you know maybe that's kind of what a country needs to you know improve their economy or whatever. But then again, okay. So I spent I, I remember a few weeks ago I spent a good amount of time on YouTube uh, watching pro-Trump videos because I was I was genuinely curious about the stances that people were yep. taking and. Um, I made a. I, I tried to make sure that the videos I were I was watching were not from like you know like the kind of yeah yeah, yeah. the hickey the people, liberals yeah the hickey yeah. people that you kind of see on on at the rallies you know that go like oh just, uh, I hate the blacks you know or all Mexicans yeah, go back stereotypical yeah, exactly yeah, I was looking look for more yeah. level headed I was looking for level headed I was looking for educated I was looking for like you know people that seem to um, know what they're talking about you know so not so much. Um, 
Alex Jones, mm-hmm. more Milo Yiannopoulos. Sure. Yeah. No idea what that means, but okay. No, Alex Jones is the guy that um, he he's a he's the conspiracy theorist okay. um, who like talks about aliens and like crop circles. Okay, and shit. okay, okay, okay. He's like a huge YouTuber and he's very pro Trump. So he, there's him. There's that. That's one end of the spectrum. One end of the spectrum. Then there's Milo Yiannopoulos. He's a British gay dude who is very pro Trump. Uh, he says kind of. Um, he's kind of polarizing because he's super anti-feminist okay. in the sense that he thinks that feminists are a waste of time. Or okay. Um, <laughs> but he 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 and he got in a bit of trouble because um, he incited some hatred towards Leslie Jones a few months ago. Um, but for the most part, he's like a more educated, more well-spoken, more level-headed person sure. who's pro-Trump. And I was listening to all these arguments, and the main argument was that America is failing and they need a change. And the only way this change can come about is if Trump is president. So some of these voters, they don't even like Trump as a human being, but they believe that it's he's kind of like the human equivalent of shaking the as a sketch. You yeah. know? He might not be a good person. He might not necessarily do good things for the country. But big picture, he is the only choice that they have. Have if they really want to change the way un- things are run. That's unfortunate because, yes, uh, I mean, having the name Clinton, having your husband been president uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, can you can you imagine, like, in the past couple years, besides Barack, it's been a Bush or a Clinton that's mm-hmm, been holding mm-hmm, office. So it's like, mm-hmm. I get the people that are upset, and there's no doubt in my mind, and a lot of people will show this and statistics prove it as well, is that if that Bernie won the Democratic nomination, he would be president right now. Yeah. Because it is, it is about a shakeup. It is about people wanting change. Yeah. And but it's the same thing with Brexit. People are like, there's all this anger coming into like yeah. other people, and like. I think the main thing that kind of irks me is that people thought they needed like a huge change because mm-hmm. this campaign in particular was so fueled by negativity and fear, mm-hmm. and just like kind of. Like, I, hasn't it been statistically proven that America is not doing as badly as people think? I, I don't even know what people's complaining is, you know? It's, you know what yeah, I mean? no, everyone's saying that, oh, unemployment is rampant and, like, oh, there's people, um, uh, there's, like, like, immigrants coming into our country and stealing our jobs and, like, raping our women and, like, the, the economies in the, in, the, in the shitter. Although I did check the, the, the stats. The only one that I really remembered was that unemployment used to be, like, near 10%. Uh-huh. Now it's closer to, like, 49 There you go. And, this is, and it's only been, like, four or five years um, since – no, since 08, so – Eight years, sorry. Yeah. So it's a pretty good improvement. So it's not that like America is going downhill. It's just that this campaign, this this election in particular, has been more vitriolic and been more hate-fueled and fear-fueled than usual. That is for sure. Yeah. So like each side thinks that like the other side is out to ruin the country. And that makes for – you know, it kind of – explains why the Trump voters voted for Trump because they were truly under the impression that the country was going to hell in a hell basket. Mm-hmm. And uh, like hell in a hand basket, I mean. I like hell in a hell basket. Yeah, it's, it's more apt. It's, a, it's double hell. It's a lot of hell. So much hell. Um, when, in fact, statistically speaking, it's not necessarily true. But, you know, you can it only... It feels true it, to them, though. Yeah, it's hard to like, change the minds and it's hard to change... No, I think it's hard to change the heart. No, but it's also like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the perfect way to put it. Because yeah. it's like, you can look at all the statistics you want, but if your reality is that you go to work every day and then you discover that your job does no longer exist because your company to save money is outsourcing, mm-hmm. who else? Like, that's, that affects you. Yeah. And if Trump's saying that we're going to bring those jobs back and make mm-hmm. sure that America is for Americans first, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to argue with that if that's your reality. Yeah. At the same time, you yeah. have to have the empathy to be like, but also, he wants to close off the border to Muslims. Yeah, he wants yeah, yeah. to, like, uh, all that shit he's talking. Yeah. I know. I, I don't question the logic of Trump supporters one bit. It's because, you know, they have their reasons for voting for him. And I can't say that, you know, their reasons are invalid. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. What shocked me was that there were that many of them. Yeah, that's the part that shocked me. Because I, 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 yeah, I understand that you know, like you could you could put like a cucumber for president, and it's, and people would have reasons to vote for them, and I probably wouldn't disagree with those. Good reasons. fiber, a exactly. Fiber. A lot of like it's a it's a good. It's negative calories. Good implement, and I think that's celery. Isn't it both? I feel like celery is like cucumbers, like dick older brother. I feel like you're right. Let me look yeah. it up though, because I feel like if something has negative calories, I would definitely vote it over Trump or Hillary. It's celery. Celery has negative calories because it takes more energy to consume it than it yep. does to than it actually has. Chewing and actually, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant, man. It's it's, it's a good food. It's a good time. But then you put peanut butter on it, and then it negates all that shit. Yeah, um, delicious though. Um, yeah, I, I I wish we could talk about food for this whole episode because it's been a rough kind of twenty four hours. I did I I don't really know how to process a this. Lot of I, I I texted my sister who's currently in Boston. I was like, oh, what's going on over there? You know, what's the climate like? And she just uh, I texted her like, um, uh, when the results weren't out yet. Yeah. But Trump was clearly in the lead. I just texted her, hey, so what's it like over there? And she takes a picture. She's at a bar. Everyone's just getting drunk off their faces yep. right now. No one knows what to do. It's silent. Story. It's kind of awkward. No one, there's no like shouting or yelling as, you know, the typical Boston. It's just talk. like, it's just like in the coverage when they cut to the Hillary supporters yeah. and Hillary is here and people are just like, just it's dead, strange, like zombies. It's a strange quiet because everyone is like, is, is this actually happening? Like, I don't know. Like, for example, I was, uh, I caught Stephen Colbert, Colbert's yeah. like, live election coverage. I wish I, I wish I watched that from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, before the show started, because they did, like, a live election kind of show, right? Before the show started, it was clear that, you know, they were, they they thought it was going to be a show where, like, you know, it's just going to be Trump jokes and then, like, you know, kind of, like, inching towards the Hillary presidency and then it ended up with a message. But when the show started, Trump was in the lead. Like, yeah. Trump was starting to pick up a lead. Yep. So the show started in, like, a strange, awkward energy and it maintained the entire show. Yep. Like, there was not much fanfare. The audience was, 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 like, visibly and audibly, like, shaken. No one quite knew what to do. They brought a bunch of experts in, and they were talking about like how Trump is very possibly going to win. Yep. And you hear the audience go like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, ah!" Like it's it was it's just crazy to see how divided this country that country had become because of this election, and it's 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 just it, it, this kind of thing cannot happen in the world you what? know this kind of division on yeah. such a large scale yeah. it was very much 50-50 and that's and that's the crazy thing is that you know being overseas not being on the ground and and even then if you're in America you odds i mean and you're not in the middle you know the basic republican states it's hard to get a handle of how much Trumpiness. Trump support there was. Yeah. How much Trumpiness there was. Yeah. And like every time they would come to a Trump rally, it's like, those aren't real people. Those are weird caricatures of people who are very loud in the, yeah. the vocal minority. No, whenever but- I saw like crowded rallies, I mean, freaking Marco Rubio could get a crowded rally. So I don't really trust those things. Because, yeah. you know, you can, you can fill one side of a screen pretty easily. Yeah. You know? But it's something we have to look at too because all the media, all the late night talk show hosts, all the news outlets, basically, SNL, everyone was anti-Trump. Yeah. You know? The media that we were consuming, most of most of popular media was anti-Trump, yeah, and I believe, but Rush Limbaugh, yeah, and I believe that pretty much everybody outside of America was anti-Trump. Yep, like and at, for good reason. At least, at least most of um, Asia, because you know, I, I um, this thing's been going on for like a good year. Yeah, and within that year, I went to Japan, I went to Taiwan, and I went to China, mm-hmm. all Asian countries, um, but in all three countries. Yeah, you're right. Yes, all Asian, <laughs> all Asian countries, but uh, and. Every time I turned on the news, there would always be something about Trump or Hillary. And pretty much every other part of the world is like 
look at this sideshow going on. <laughs> like, look at this circus. Pretty crazy. And, man, those were good times. Remember back in, like, March when, like... When Trump, Trump was just a cartoon? Yeah. And he not was President Trump? Just a punchline. And, like, if anyone said, like, do you think he's going to win? And you go, like, ha! <laughs> 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 Listen to you and your words yeah. and your ridiculousness. And, and flash forward to today when yeah. he is currently the president Man. of the United States. Nine eleven. Never forget eleven nine. Always regret. Someone oh, posted that. I thought it was clever. Here's a couple of things that like we also happened in this election night that probably didn't get much play as, as well though. Because mm-hmm. not just that, it's not just voting for president. There's a whole lot of other things that get voted for, not just your local councillors, but also just like laws. Mm-hmm. Nathan Hartono. Um, let's see here. Do do. Couple states did something really interesting. Mm-hmm. California, Nevada, Massachusetts have all approved the recreational use of marijuana. Hey there. That's interesting. Florida. So now it's no longer just... So wait, what, the existing states were Colorado, Colorado. and... Is there something else? Yes. Uh, so, ooh, there was another place. I can't remember, but Colorado is definitely not the only one. But I think Colorado is... St- even still to now, Colorado has like the biggest like just blanket. Like It's just legal. Here there's yeah. still... It's just a little more specific. Yeah. Uh, Florida, Arkansas... Arkansas, that's a big one. And North Dakota allow medical marijuana. Okay. Um, that's crazy. It's like once these, especially once these big markets, like especially like California, yeah. gets the ball rolling, it's like it's only a matter of time before it's nationwide. I think, okay, maybe this is like coming from someone that's lived in Singapore his whole life. But what's crazy to me is that these laws are so inconsistent throughout the states. Well, that's, because, that's exactly what yeah, the, I, United, that's I, like the United States, not America. I understand, but when it's something as significant as like... You know, say marijuana or gay marriage. Gay marriage. You know, like yeah. like something that you know, it's not just like you know. Oh, in this state, you can't wear socks on your porch. You know, those kind of well, strange it is, laws. If you think about it, it is because it, in America you cannot do drugs. Mm-hmm. Right, it's yeah, illegal yeah, yeah. on a federal level. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. what are drugs? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's that's where but the blurring just, of like, lines. Okay, is. I would imagine like if I were um, a a heavy marijuana user, mm-hmm. it would be very inconvenient for me. Like, say if I was like a heavy marijuana user slash like businessman that yeah. like conducted business all over the state. I'd be like, here's okay, okay, here I can't bring it. Oh, here's okay. Oh, here I can't bring well, it's it. Like that, okay. it's, it's like that. It's like that. How in some states you can turn left on a red, on a, turn right on a red light, uh-huh. but you can another. It's, it's it's just state by state. I suppose, but I agree. Um, I agree. It's, it's, it's it's just it's wildly inconsistent and but like, that's kind that's of actually that's interesting because that's yeah. the basis of American demo- democracy. Mm-hmm. What works in Arizona doesn't necessarily work in New York. What uh-huh, works in New York uh-huh. doesn't necessarily work in Florida. It yeah. depends on what the state wants and needs. For traffic, I understand because of <laughs> geography and topography. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. For marriage and medication, not so much. Yeah, but choice, uh, whatever. It's yeah, their it's, it's it's their thing. But even then it's like I said, drugs are illegal in America, but yeah, yeah, with the yeah. definition of the drug it depends from state to state. Yes, yes, yes. Um you know who I feel really bad for who? now that Trump won? It's not just the immigrants. It's not just you know, peace loving Americans, not just the gays. Mm-hmm. It's the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Why? They had their thunder taken from them so hardcore. That is true. You that guys obviously are not baseball fans or even sports fans, that but there were two very big, um, not say upsets, but unexpected victories. <laughs> unexpected victories, exactly right. Um, both involving curses, because let's face it, Hillary Clinton is cursed yeah, at this yeah. point. If two days ago I said, like, most unexpected victory of 2016, Cubs. The Cubs winning the World Series. Yeah, but now it's like. That shit cray, dude. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, okay. First time in what, 108 years? 108 years. Yeah. Prior to this victory, 
the Ottoman Empire had still existed the last time the Cubs won the World Series. Osama bin Laden was still alive. Yeah, but I mean the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> like what is now present-day Turkey. Turkey did not exist. Neither did Israel, neither did, you know, a, Ukraine. A bunch of things didn't exist the last time this particular team won this particular championship. Walt Disney was still alive. Sure. Hitler. Hitler was Churchill. a baby. Yeah. Well, probably not. Hitler wasn't born no, yet. No, because he did Hitler fight. He fought in World War One. Ten years later. Ah. But anyway. Um, and yeah, so like what is supposed to be a joyous occasion, which I mean the last game was played, what, two weeks before? Yeah. Was it? Two weeks before the election? Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, oh. Just 2016 is a really fucked up year. 2016 is a strange year. We lost a lot of good people early on. And then we had this kind of whole crazy election. Yep. And Brexit. Brexit. Okay. So a lot of people talking about Brexit, right? A lot of people have drawn parallels between the two saying like Brexit is a sequel or something like that. Yeah. I think it's extremely different from Brexit because Brexit seemed like an early pull of the trigger. Uh-huh. Because I think it's f- fairly synonymous that right after Brexit, most of the people that voted were like, the fuck is happening? You know? And like, um, what did we just do? Exactly. Because yeah. like, um, then they do research. Like, and the most Googled thing after the vote was what is Brexit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. signifying that, like, or what is the EU? Was another thing. No, no, no yeah. The, the first two, the two top Google searches after the voting, after the voting, mind you, was what is Brexit, and number two, what is the EU? So clearly, a lot of people were not aware of what they were voting for. They, they probably went to the booth going like independent or not independent. Oh, independence! Independence sounds good. Yeah, yeah sure. Let's take also, that. I mean, they also wanted to clarify what exactly yeah. is that happened. But it like, just, it I, just I, seemed I like a, it seemed like an early pull of the trigger. Um, and you know, UK kind of the, their votings and their election thing they have a much shorter cycle whereas this american election the people have had a year and a half to really stew on this and think about it and ruminate and like reevaluate and change their minds and yet this happened so i think this is like not brexit the sequel this is like brexit times a million cubed yeah yeah it's pretty intense holy Um, crap and it's it's i think it's it's confusing and a little bit heartbreaking to you especially because you spent a lot of time in America. Yeah, yeah. And I, me, I hope to in the future. Yeah, and me, myself, because I studied there for a bit and like a lot, a lot of the content that I consume is from there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel a connection to the country and sure. I feel a no, certain... Yeah, and I feel a certain like... But even um, its position as the world's only superpower. That's, ex- yeah, that's yeah. huge. Like, I, like we both have a personal connection to the country and I think what confuses us and what kind of breaks our hearts is that like... You think you know a guy. (laughs) It kind of feels like that. It's like you think you know a country and then they go on and do this. So it's like what is this country that I've kind of like put up on a pedestal all my life? You know, what is this place that I've kind of looked up to and seen as a shining beacon of like, you know, what we should aspire towards? And now they're this. And it feels a bit like a betrayal. It feels a little bit like, you know, the wool was pulled over our yeah, eyes. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that too. Yeah. So I think that's why, like, you know, in case you're... I, I know there might be some cynics out there going like, oh, you're not American. Why do you give a shit? Like, you know, you're just like trying Everyone to be like... Shit. You're just but it, but to, even then, you look at the world landscape like, fuck, it's like you've got Trump, Brexit, Duterte... Oh god, there's so many things <laughs> going on. And there's a subreddit that I like. Putin and Kim Jong-un. Oh god. And I mean, Kim Jong-il... No, uh, there's a there's a Reddit a subreddit called Fuck 2016, <laughs> and you can organize it by top posts. I just want to read what's on here. Uh-huh. Gene Wilder, Muhammad Ali, Prince, Arnold Palmer, Christina Grimmie, David oh. Bowie, Alan Rickman, Anton Yelchin, Kenny Baker, and these are just the people that died. 
WWE's China. Oh, this is my favorite one. Someone posted in Fuck 2016 on a positive note, Gene Wilder is still alive. <laughs> Two months later. <sighs> what? Uh, That's such a Harper random Lee. thing. Do you like Kimbo Slice? Kimbo Slice. Oh, God. It's like... It's been a strange year, man. It's been a really strange it's year. It's been a strange year, and I think it's... it's oh, a, oh. the 35 millimeter headphone jack for Apple. Ah, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, but I think it's in strange times like these um, when the world seems uncertain and our headphone jacks can't enter our phones yeah. where we need to just be with more people, yeah. talk. Reach out to somebody. Don't spend so much time by yourself stewing in your own thoughts and hatred. Yeah, and, I haven't like, been able. To, I've like tried to be hanging out with friends ever since the election happened. Because yeah. I'm just like, I just need I to think be just just by positive in, energy. Just in general, like this year has been kind of like it's been a rough year. Yeah. It's been a rough year, and it's kind of just been like beating down subconsciously on a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of general sadness, you know. Yeah. Aren't you guys glad you have this podcast? Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. So like maybe Give to our Patreon. like maybe some things didn't affect us directly. Maybe some things didn't really like hit us in a way that affected our daily lives well Nathan we are all citizens of the world exactly exactly know? it's gonna affect us somehow it's a, it's a little bit like like maybe if like if you uh, said nothing but fuck you to a baby um, it's gonna affect him negatively it's gonna fuck yeah you. in some in some in some strange way it's gonna affect their psyche you know yeah um, like you do it to a plant yeah they might not understand it or they might not crystals. they might not completely perceive it but it, it, it instills a general sadness and negativity yeah, in that's their a lives. thing right a scientist did try that like, like just saying fuck you to like a baby every to day. a plant oh, to a plant <laughs> Okay. And to ice crystals, and apparently not fuck you, but he would play like uh, he would yeah he would yell insults at it or play classical music, and apparently blah blah blah. It was really dumb, but really right. interesting. Let's see if I can find that. I'll put it in the show notes if I can find it. Someone needs to conduct the same experiment with babies. Yeah, you yeah. Just, we try it with your baby when you have one. I we can adopt one just for the experiment, just for science. I I honestly think that I don't know. Like, would you swear in front of your children? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I would just take the power away from curse words. Exactly. Because I feel like language is so powerful, but that doesn't necessarily mean exactly. one single exactly. word. I powerful. want them to understand that words like, you know, like like the word fuck, you know, like that's the big one, right? That's the one that kids, you know, when they're, when they're seven, they okay, fuck, ooh. I remember that was how I was with it. Like the moment someone threw out the F word, it's like game over, man. Yeah. No, like I, I would like to, you know, have my kids know that it's not a good word to use. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's not you know it's not something that you throw out casually, um, although I sometimes do and I feel guilty about it. But it's not something that you know it's it's, it's not like a end all be all word. It's yeah. not going to be the end that of said, the world. It's my, okay to if, use. If my kid runs around calling people you know the n word or like or saying faggot, well, I mm. think faggots on that weird line where you can still kind of say it in this context. But I don't. I think by the time word. you, I, I think by the time you have kids, faggots will have faggot would have lost faggots you, would have lost their power. Faggot would have lost its power. Never their their power being fabulous. Just kidding. That was misogynistic or whatever. Um, yeah, man. Okay, I, I like what I want to end this episode with. And yes, guys, it's a shorter episode. There were no segments. In case you're wondering, this is what the format of the second episodes are going to be. It's pretty much just going to be the two of us just talking yeah. nonstop until we. We it usually is not going to have this yeah. shitty quality, though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do like movie reviews or TV reviews. No, I mean, like, audio like, quality. Full on. Oh, audio quality. <laughs> I thought you meant like um, no, this negativity quality. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, no. I've, I have a couple ideas uh, that we can bring forward. One of it being yes, remove, uh, uh, reviewing TV, audio, podcast, uh-huh, all that uh-huh. stuff that we used to do. Yeah. But yeah, but I would be remiss if we end this segment without 
sharing with you, Nathan, this piece of art that one of our listeners just tweeted at us. Okay. This is from Charmaine. Okay. I will definitely put the – I might make this actually the the, uh, the, um, the picture of this episode. Okay. Look at this piece of art for to celebrate episode 69. Aww. Charmaine the whale. That's a great drawing. It's Are a, we holding dildos? No. Yeah, but and one's a six and one's a nine. I think those are dildos. They could. They probably are dildos. Why are they spiky? Um, I don't know. I'm some people like it that way. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, but okay, we want to end this one on a. Look at uh, that! There's a peach. Let's stop looking at the butts. Emojis. Um, so we want to end this one on a positive note. First of all, uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for making a second episode a week possible. We want to thank all the Patreons out there for um, uh, giving back, not just to us, but to the rest of the Good Hang Gang that might you know, be a bit more passive listeners. You've given them a second episode. You've given them so much more to live for. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but, but for real, thank you guys so much for um, contributing to the Patreon. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy 24 hours. I hope you guys uh, keep your loved one clo- loved ones close. Keep the things that you know make you nice and fuzzy close, because you know, Lord knows we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't be afraid to reach out and speak to somebody. I think the most dangerous thing you can do in times like this is just kind of stew in your own negativity, yeah. and you know, just be like, "Oh, the world sucks. Everything's not making sense." And then you start, you know, forming your own like birth of trump moment yeah but also it's also good to educate yourselves and for all me by all means know that this this listening to this episode does not count as educating yourselves because you don't know what the fuck's going oh, on. oh yeah no like po- like po- like half the things that i said in terms of like politics and statistics were probably not even that true yeah <laughs> i can almost guarantee that that's that's exactly right uh but here's i'm gonna leave you guys also with this article that i want you to put up and again these are all in the show notes because my new show note format is so much better it's just right there if you guys scroll down it's good it's good i I took a peek at it yeah it was good so check out this article by wait but why which basically just talks about what happens now right it's a good grounded look and what realistically could happen with the trump situation okay aka the world for the next four years okay but until then yes by all means give yourself a hug hug a friend yeah hug a parent Hug a Republican, hug a Democrat. I want to be optimistic. I want to be optimistic and believe that he's going to be a serviceable president. He's going to be hopefully a boring president. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I'm hoping that he cowers in fear and goes like, oh shit, I'm actually president and just does nothing. Yep. He's just like, I'm going to do my best to make sure I do absolutely nothing and then nothing changes. So when we get the next guy and he can like start you know, doing real shit. Yeah. Um, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we will have posted our details of how to win the giveaways from our last episode with Adeline. Oh, yeah, it'll be out. It'll then. be out. Don't worry. Uh, so check back for that. But I want to put another challenge for this episode. Being episode 69, guys, ladies, take photos of you performing 69s with your partner. No. And tweet at it at Nathan Hartono. I, Nathan.Hartono? Specifically my account? Is it? I mean, just I just want just everyone to see it. Specifically my account. Hashtag GoodHag Podcast, but at Nathan Hartono. I, just, l- l- I want to see his feed full of dicks and vaginas upside down and whatnot. I don't know if I want to see... That many 69s, though. Yeah. Make sure it's yours, though. Don't just steal it off the internet. That's lame. Be brave. Be brave in this post-Trump world. Yeah. Or this current Trump Trump world. Yeah, don't do that, guys. Okay. Um, with that, that is the end of this, you know, slightly bleak, but hopefully at the end it was a bit optimistic episode. Um, thanks for listening. Yep. And uh, how about an unironic thanks, Obama? Or, or just thanks for oh, the hang. Thanks for the hang as well. For the hang. But I'm just saying, that's going to be a thing now. <laughs> Unironic thanks to Obama's. Okay.